You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Here at Guitar Nerds, we want to make sure you have the best chance to listen to all the guitar content that's right for you. That's why we have a Patreon patreon.com forward slash guitar nerds a veritable treasure trove full of interviews mini series and a whole extra half an hour episode every week patreon.com forward slash guitar nerds get your nerd on Nerds podcast, the world's number one guitar podcast. I am your host, Mark Packham. Ah, gotcha. <laughs> Mary's not even hosting it. It's me. That's right, everyone. You're stuck with me. Hello and welcome to the Guitar Nerds podcast, the world's number one guitar podcast. I am your host, Joe Branton, joined this week by Jay Cross. Hello. And the internet's Mary Spender. Hello. <laughs> and what a packed episode full of cool new gear we have for you. We've got um, a few things that we didn't cover uh, last week from SNAM, from our SNAM special, plus a, a smattering of questions from... Was the that only last week? Yeah. It, it, yeah. It feels like a hundred years ago. Yeah, I, I agree. I feel like for the first time ever I've had to do, uh, do some work. Which is, uh, you know, which, what at work? Well, well, no, no. Like in, in between, I've had to prepare. I'm used to sort of swanning in. Here. Oh, I see. Yeah, and like just having everything sort of spoon fed to you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but, I'm but, kind of glad that I'm still in that position. Yeah, me yeah, too. Exactly. <laughs> well, it, it has. Uh, it's been a busy week for all of us here at Katana. Jay's managed to uh, get some post snam rest. Um, I've done some work, and Mary, you've more or less been in a different country every time you've uploaded something to Instagram. I know, I'm that person now, aren't I? Yeah, I'm a yeah. Terrible, so you, terrible person. <laughs> so you just you got back from the Montreux Jazz Festival. Yes. How was yeah. that? It was unreal. Like I, I've held it. I don't know. It's just one of those things in your head that you can only imagine what it's like and then you get there and you're just like what this is insane it's the most elaborate festival I've ever been to usually I think of wellies and mud and this is everything but that um unbelievable sound quality really small venues for the artists that are playing 
and just incredible lineups, really prestigious. And yeah, I, w- I went out there for sure. And I got to take some friends along too. Well, people that became friends by the end of the trip. And yeah, yeah you, took just... a, you took a load of um, sort of aspiring musicians with you. Aspiring musicians? Jeez. Uh, No, like amazing musicians. I had Andrew Hong there, who is, if you haven't seen his YouTube channel, he's unbelievable and so entertaining, so talented, so prolific. Uh, Rachel K. Collier, um, Hannah Trigwell, uh, Joe Dolman, Guy Jones. Oh my God, who am I forgetting? Um, me. Sounds like sounds like you forgot. <laughs> sounds like you forgot people. your mates over here, mate. Yeah, yeah I mean, sounds like. I'm pretty I sure none of us got an uh, got yeah, a short none of invite. You got inv- no, you didn't get invited. Thanks, Sorry thanks. But that. who who introduced you to Hannah Trigwell and and Joe Dolman? In, in, incidentally, yeah, no, yeah. No one one person I've forgotten uh, about, and that's Paul Davids, who guitar YouTuber extraordinaire, who's just blown up over the last year um he was out with us too so it was just unreal and then we also had a filmmaker who just spent some time in the amazon with Werner herzog called oh wow okay yeah it was a mad bunch of people and they were so amazing and on it and we just had this like a wild time it was my birthday out there um and we just had this amazing scenic time and it was so hot it was actually basically the same temperature that the uk is now which i know isn't very hot to our US listeners um, or anywhere else in the world other than the UK but it's just it was sweltering Um, but yeah we saw Massive Attack on my birthday and then we saw Gary Clark I mean, they Jr. Don't, they don't have guitars. Yeah, is, is this the guy that you messaged me about and I was like, I don't know who that is. Oh man. Gary Gra- Clark Jr. has got a, a signature Epiphone. Has he? Yeah. yeah. Oh. What, what Epiphone? He's kind of a big deal. It's a 175. Oh yeah, my favourite guitar. Just having a look. But I've got the real one. See, I've, I bought the Gibson rather than the Epiphone. Oh no, it's a casino. Sorry, oh, okay. my mistake. Yeah, it's a casino. It's in. It's like that blue burst. Oh, that's yeah. cool. The, it's called Black and Blue. It's really nice. Yeah. It's really Sweet, nice. Fun. And also, he's a really nice guy because, yes, I met him and hung out with him and bought him drinks. <laughs> it was mad. And then I met Quincy Jones as well, all in the same night. And I literally freaked out over lovely 85-year-old Quincy Jones, who is worth, like, millions of dollars and just there just talking about Michael Jackson and stuff wow. and give, giving me life music advice I'm literally not kidding he was amazing and so on form and it was like four in the morning when I finally got the courage to introduce myself to him um, <laughs> so it was just mad uh, but we filmed a lot we did podcasts we got loads of content for sure and yeah I was just I was really proud of the team as well it was just mad it was it was this it was just crazy. Any performances that stood out or or gear that was used that stood out? Uh, no, can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> nah, classic they, Mary Spender. Yeah, classic Mary Spender. Destroying my reputation one event at a time. <laughs> um, no, it was just everything was... Uh, oh god i can't i won't be able to like remember everything now but just it was all top spec um the sound checks would go on because there would be like three artists a night so massive attack had a six hour sound check um yeah and their set was just it was so crazy because it was like two thousand i don't even know if it was two thousand people but for massive attack that's a small amount of people yeah and then in the 
I think it was called the Jazz Club, I think, um, where or the Jazz House, something, uh, where Gary Clark Jr. played. It was, again, pretty small, and I got immediately to the front, had a total freak out about what he was doing on stage because it was so restrained and so, like... And I, t- I talked to him afterwards about his choice of... I know this is so stupid to even just... He's just not a shredder, and I love that about him. And he takes time, and he he leaves space. Um, He also has phenomenal musicians on stage with him. Like, his other guitarist, Eric, was just mind-blowing. And, yeah, like, it was just unreal. I'm still speechless about the whole thing, and I'm not sure how to return to normal life after it. I'm like, that's my life now. Just living in Montreux. Is it like? Is it like right on the lake? Because it's it's right near Lake Geneva, lake. isn't it? Montreux. It's on Lake Geneva. Is um, it right? Amazing. And I went for a run every morning around the lake, and it was just the whole way round. No, not the whole way round. It's like it's like sixty <laughs> miles. <laughs> um, I I I did a I I went two miles and then two miles back. You know, it was That's good. It That's was, good. It was slow, um, and it was really hot. But yeah. Um, I also I flew my drone over the over the lake and oh, wow, it, awesome. it almost got uh, attacked by a seagull. So I've actually got footage of my drone being attacked by a seagull. So that's the takeaway. <laughs> I was yeah. in uh, I, I went to Zurich a couple uh, at one point last month and I was like, you know what I'm going to do? It's 100%. I'm going to go exactly what you said actually Mary is I was like I'm going to get up early. I'm going to go for a run around Lake Zurich because it's like beautiful absolutely beautiful and of course i ended up in a hotel on an industrial estate like oh. five miles from the <laughs> from the lake <laughs> so it's just like i just had absolutely no chance to do it so yeah oh, no. but i've heard it's amazing yeah so um, um since since we last spoke mary i think you've um you've actually switched your amp setup up yes you've because um, because you were you were using a uh, rocket 32 and like one of those orange crush 100s i think it's a uh, i, I think a, it the crush uh, the, the base uh, yeah 50? the base one yeah oh it's the 51 50. one yeah i've still got that and we um, yeah we we've spoken about that loads how we, how you were using the the little thunder pickup in um in one of your vigiers and how you were sending the the base signal to the to the base amp to the 50 watt base amp and using the rocker 32 combo for everything else but you've you've switched yeah. this up now you've opted for just you, you're going head and cab now yeah i am i've grown up <laughs> no uh i i realized i wasn't using the stereo capabilities in the 32 um and uh, I, although I bought the 32, Orange very kindly just swapped them over. So I sent the 32 back and I got the Rocker 15 head uh, with the 2x12 vertical cab um, that's pretty lightweight and just still easy for me to transport. But I don't know what it is. And I guess it's just the speakers being a little bit higher um, and having, you know, just it just being vertical too. So it's just like slightly further up in the room. So when I'm playing, I feel like I'm getting a genuine guitar tone experience and I, I don't know whether that's just it's probably just my personal preference but it just means I don't have to go as as loud as I was going with the 32 because it's on the floor and I probably should have yeah. just raised it up but I don't know I just felt way more comfortable with this it's it's just I don't know it's just user experience I guess and it's yeah. um and it's got everything that I needed from the 32 just without the stereo so and you know I wasn't using that anyway so it's all good so I've got a point about that yeah now 
I'm particularly, no. I'm vigorously pointing my pen at you, Joe Branton, you and also a number of the listeners who, during Gear of the Year last year, when we were talking about uh, amps, everyone else was really, there was a lot of people pushing for the Rocker 32 to be the best amp and everyone was like oh you know it's got a stereo effects loop, oh here we go this and the other and i was like listen i think that's great but who really is going to use it and mary i'm so glad that you've turned around and you've said you know what it's great but how often was i really using the stereo capabilities of that fantastic effects loop a great great piece of kit there but quite niche quite yeah. niche and yeah. and I got slammed for saying that absolutely slammed in fact in fact people at people at NAM accused me of favoritism on the EVH I don't work for EVH I don't care about that <laughs> well, that's only, what I thought only, was the best amp last year fine only in the 32's defence for the price point that's vindicated and, but if you have if you have um any Strymons or you know or the RV500 or whatever it would be it would be perfect but I just I don't use those pedals totally I'm not I'm not there yet I'm still in my my uh, toddler phase of yeah. <laughs> learning what I want <laughs> no completely, completely. <laughs> as you and- all know but um, yeah this this for me is just like the bedroom headroom switch is perfect I can just like get a fuller tone um, without having to crank it too high and then well, that's that's the point yeah. how are you how are you finding because you, you've literally halved your wattage you're, you're using a 15 you know a 15 watt head now and and i guess you changed but you've changed almost the other way because the 32 is two 10 inch speakers and you've changed to two 12s 12 now inch. yeah yeah oh. I, I, i've only noticed a difference in terms of like i haven't put it on stage yet um so it hasn't gone on tour i'm i'm excited about that possibility of doing that but yeah i just i i actually thought do you know what in terms of traveling the 32 was really heavy for what it was for the size it was because of the two 10 inch speakers um although i've now got two by 12 uh it's lighter because of the plywood it, everyone it in the comments section every, it's really lightweight it's really lightweight it's under 20 kilos for that size cab it's great and although everyone in the comments of of the youtube videos i made about it they're like oh it's probably going to sound terrible and it doesn't it doesn't no there's no way there's no no way orange Orange are going to let something yeah exactly um and so i always thought maybe i could just take the head to a gig borrow a cab it you know if it's a support slot or whatever so it's even more practical for me than the 32 was was that so was actually just, kind of where I was going to lead. Was you know, do you yeah. think do you think a heading cab as a separate uh, as a separate setup is a better idea for touring? Are you finding? Well, I guess you're you're yet to find that. But I, I wondered if that was a reason behind it. If it was a a sort of touring sensibilities, having just come off a tour where you yeah where you well, had to take around a just a pedal board. Well, yeah, because um, for the Mike Dawes tour, I, I couldn't take even an amp. So now I could take the head too. So you know, I could just. I could just put the um, cab on a back line and just just ask for that, whatever make it is. I know it will sound good with that head. Um, yeah. But yeah, basically, yes, that's that's what I want. I just I don't want to be left with just a pedal board again. Although it sounded fine, it didn't sound where I wanted it to. So I I want a cab on stage, whether or not it's mine or whether it's um, a venue's. But 
yeah it's it's just i don't know what it is i'm falling back in love with my indus as well but without using the little thunder pickup actually i've just switched it to the bridge pickup and i've just been going really bluesy on it really i don't i've just i'm gaining it up i mean i've written a whole song just using this tone and yeah feeling a bit more inspired the Indus is a cool guitar. I think out of everything in the Vigier lineup, I'm always drawn to the Indus, maybe just because it's their, it's their super strap sort of style instrument. Yeah. But that just on well, a bridge pickup, that sounds great. Uh, it's not their super strap because they've got, uh, I think it's the Excalibur Expert. I'm probably going to be corrected on that. Which no, is no, it is. But what coils. is the difference between the Indus and the Excalibur? Is it just pickups? It's the same body shape. So, right? it's, so the Excalibur is the body shape. And then, so the, uh, God... What did I say? Yeah, basically, it's just pickups that they change. I think the body shape is the same. Um, Then there are obviously different paint jobs too. So the Indus is the most, I would say, I think it's the most affordable on the Vigier line. And that's why I went for it, because obviously the Little Thunder pickup was experimental. But I like plain guitars you know the the huge sunburst finishes and stuff that Vigier are actually quite famous for I just I I didn't want to go all that way with this experimental pickup at the time so went for the Indus and yeah it's just uh being destroyed in the summer heat though I don't know if anyone else has noticed this but just like it's so humid any little bit of sweat <laughs> I know this is so gruesome but you just you have to take care of your guitars in summer everyone because yeah, they are just you, being ruined by your hands you mentioned this the the other day you said you were you were you were working on something to do with uh humidity and, and guitars um have- not so much humidity just heat in general and just like leaving your guitars out of their cases in this you know if your window is open and the sun is just beaming through at god knows how much you know what the temperature is through glass and um basically becoming a greenhouse for your guitars i'm just a bit worried about some acoustics in the uk right now that are probably just being um i don't know almost whitewashed yeah acoustics certainly for me and jay they were always like an issue um at at gac in the shop yeah. Uh, we used to get like humidity levels used to skyrocket in the in the yeah. acoustic department. Yeah, until until Dan Grace got into his, I can't remember. There's a there's a uh, a thing that measures the humidity. It's I can't remember what it's called, but he had a bunch of those. He was the one who really got into that. Hum- yeah, it's a so dehumidifier. important. No, not a dehumidifier, <laughs> you dingus. How about a humidifier? <laughs> no, um, I can't remember what it's called. Something that something that measures. I, I don't know. I still, I still don't really know. <laughs> Let's not go down the humidity no. line of conversation. Um, but so, sorry to draw you back a, a hair to what you were talking about for a minute there, Mary. But the um, I, I'm just looking at the uh, the uh, vertical um, orange cab, which I didn't realise they were doing, and it looks like it's quite a new. Uh, yeah, maybe maybe we've spoken about was it what, yeah. new yeah. for this now no 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 yeah. new for winter new, for, new winter. for winter now maybe we talked about it then but I didn't realise I've just had a look and it's because I had assumed because most of the orange stuff is vintage 30s or the cheaper stuff is those voice of the world speakers that they, they put in a lot of stuff but this is actually um, Creambacks 
it's yeah. um it's the the neodymium cream back so they're super light but if they and I, i've not heard this and I've, I've not heard cream um sorry i've not heard the neo cream backs i think is what they're called which appear to be just cheaper versions of the alnico cream backs which are like super super expensive speakers so if they sound anything like that i bet that i bet this is a really really great cab i've always been a big fan of those cream backs so that's um that's really cool and it's cool to see orange doing something a little bit different as well because they pretty much everything has got vintage 30s everything has vintage 30s or, and it always a ton yeah vintage 30s yeah. or those voice of the world and i think they did that high performance uh, high power 412 which had something different in it i can't remember what it was but that's really cool really cool to see them doing something a little bit different yeah yeah they are great yeah um jay you've uh, you've had like a week to sort of get back from snam and uh, and recover I'm insisting on calling the the whole thing Snam. Yeah, I've just stopped trying to connect, correct you now. Yeah, I know. Um, and I appreciate that we we covered everything quite heavily. Um, but I wondered if there was anything that you thought was an especial highlight for you, because um, I was thinking out of everyone uh, on Guitar Nerds, you probably own were or probably purchased the least amount of equipment. Yeah, yeah I'm not as flush of, as you guys. Well, out of all of the Guitar Nerds, you've also you're you're one of the only ones to go to both NAMs this year. So there must be something. There must be something that you're thinking about purchasing. Yeah, totally. Um, there's loads of Fender products that I'm looking at. Uh, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, so I went and spoke with, uh, and, and we did talk about this briefly last week, but I, I did go and speak with um, the guys at T-Rex because uh, I, I, I really don't think I'm going to be able to justify buying a third tape echo. But um, that Binson that they've been teasing for the last 18 months or so is just, I'm, I, I'm so desperate to see it and I'm so desperate for it to be really good. And having spoken to them, they did say that it was um it was it's nearly there um and i'm very very excited about it i'm very excited about it i think it's going to be really fantastic um but other than that um i guess my, my next thing is um i i want a new amp right and I, I i and i do hate to be a company shill but i'm thinking i think i'm going to get princeton uh, the only thing that turns me off a little bit is um, I, d- I prefer 12-inch speakers. So but they, do, they do the the blackface 12-inch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there was an FSR that I saw it in the shop actually when I when I because I popped into GAC this weekend uh, to have a look at those um, mischief maker te- uh, mischief maker strats that you've been posting about with he- with Tele headstock. Which are yeah, which are the uh, the pa- the black paisley and pink paisley strats with Telecaster headstocks. They look amazing. I mean, I didn't trouble anybody to to get one down, but they they really do. They, it looks something fierce and you've got an amazing um seafoam sparkle custom shop strat in there as well yeah, at the moment, that which, looks, which looks really nice but yeah i i, I think a, i think a princeton a 12 inch princeton is is the next thing that i want to get because i want something that's not super duper loud um but i just i, I just think that a 12 inch speaker really does make all the difference it's, if you've only got one speaker you know it, uh, four tens different argument I think four tens are amazing um, but if it's just a single speaker I've always been more of a fan of the uh, of the uh, the 12 inch speaker M- mainly because I mean there's enough treble coming through me as it is like you know 
I mean, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, I'm uh, literally looking at the EQ yeah, right I now. Bet, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I need I need all the help I can get. Like, you know, I tr- this my my frequency response just emanates through me. Like it try and I play I play Telecasters that have got like brass saddles and that. So you know, I need I need absolutely all the help I can get to to try and offset some of that. Um, so yeah, so there's that, and um, I've also I've I've got uh, I've got my eye on one of the parallel universes that's coming later in the year um so yeah i don't know i i feel i do feel bad saying like oh yeah i want a load of fender stuff but i mean it's no different to what i was saying five years ago yeah, so. that, that, is, <laughs> that is true that's true so i've got really into dan electro uh, yeah really into dan electro well you know uh, mary you might not know this but uh i have ordered from dan electro the uh oh you're on first name terms now D- yeah yeah dan dan himself dan. <laughs> you give him a bell from dan uh i i've uh, i've ordered uh from from at, from lynn at dan electro actually but uh um a uh, a double neck db604 half bass half guitar oh cool yeah yeah See, that's the correct reaction him. don't humor yeah. him i'm i'm getting uh, a a black to white burst uh yeah double neck half bass half guitar that's the coolest thing ever I, I, I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure do you know what I'm definitely influenced Joe by your um, positivity around <laughs> new guitar gear because now I've started looking at pictures of things that from brands that I'm not really like either that familiar with or that much in love with and I'm like oh but that's just fantastic isn't it yeah and i'm just like that is, oh it's brilliant it's the it's the next best thing and i've just realized i'm turning into you yeah that's that's exactly and that because, is why i own 15 guitars yeah, yeah and that's well. where i'm going which is terrifying <laughs> um yeah although actually because of moving house i'm ugh, i'm gonna have to get rid of a few oh god you're gonna have what I'm going to have to get rid of a few guitars. She's having a clear out. Oh, no. Yeah, I saw that you were having a clear out, actually. Um, yeah, my, my Patreon um, yeah. people. Yeah. So, yeah, if you want anyway. to get some cool Mary Spender-related <laughs> gear, um, then, then yeah, sign up to the Mary Spender Patreon where you can purchase old guitars and interfaces and uh, things like that. But uh, there's some cool gear. There's some really cool gear on there. Um, but yeah, coming back to Dan Electro, have either of you seen the 64 bass? The no. Dan Electro 64, well, no, I wouldn't expect either of you to because it's a bass guitar. But Dan Electro have um, put out, uh, they did the, they, we actually spoke about it last week because it, uh, it came out for, uh, for Summer Nam. But they did their 64 hollow body and solid body, uh, solid body um Mossrite copy, mm-hmm. the Dan Electro Mossrite copy, like fantastic, a really great looking Mossrite copy. Um, slightly more subtle than I think other brands manage to uh, to make their copies. Like the the horns are a little bit over curved. Uh, I really like everything about it, but they've released it as a bass version as well, with their bass version of a P90 right in the neck and a double loaded um, splittable lipstick humbucker in the uh, in the bridge. Uh, available Whoa. in their like ice white, black, and sunburst. It's it, and I have to say this is Dan Electro absolutely firing on all cylinders. Also, it, interestingly enough, like this whole this sixty four range of stuff from Dan Electro, they're like a thousand pounds a guitar. Or that, that's sort of what they're coming into uh, the UK. At. Anyway, I appreciate they're 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 written out as being a little bit less on the US sites, but they're it's a lot more than like the fifty nine. Yeah, I know. 
I know. It it's, seems weird. It's considering it's still sort of like a, a Masonite body. It's still everything else about uh, Dan Electro is the is kind of the same. But they do make great guitars. Like Mary, what oh, did totally. you think of the the Strat? You had their version of the Strat. The I can't 84. remember what that was. The eighty four. The eighty four. Looks at pickups. It sounds great. Like you wouldn't be able to guess what it like. You wouldn't guess that it's. I think it's right now about five hundred quid. So for the price point, like it feels slightly at that price point um i mean this is coming from it. this is coming from mary spender who only plays three thousand pound guitars of course <laughs> uh well this dan Latcher, you know it changed it changed a few things in me and my acoustics are pretty budget too so um but yeah my my vigiers spoil me but i think yeah i think they're pretty great i i think they're a cool company um, obviously, I have my signature pedal with them too, the big spender. Um, <laughs> so, you know, like, I'm just waiting for my cut on that too. Yeah, sure. Um, but I'm sure it'll come through because, you know, Rob Chapman's done some pretty good marketing for it. So, <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't. Uh, yeah, I wish that they was, really, and I wish they that really was my did, signature pedal. <laughs> they really did nail it because you're so well known for your Leslie sound. You know, that's... Uh... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, no. Uh, I think I think this looks cool. I, I'm really interested. I don't know what those lipstick humbucker. I don't know what that even sounds like. What does it sound like? Presumably, uh, it's really clangy and yeah. And, I, yeah. Like I mean that. I, I mean I don't know. Maybe you can shed some light on it, Joe. But that sounds to me like it will be super trebly. Yeah, probably. I mean, it literally doesn't matter to me. I don't care what it sounds like. <laughs> I'm probably going to. You buy never it do. Anyway. All the gear and no idea. <laughs> yeah. I'm actually I'm, the Guitar I'm, Nerds podcast. Yeah, that is the Guitar yeah. Nerds podcast. And with that, we should uh, open up uh, a big fat barrel of news. Of excuse me, what? That was rubbish. No, no, no. That was it, rubbish, actually. It, it, was that was really, really bad. Okay, Have okay. you lost I, it now, your host? No, no, I haven't lost it. And, I feel uh, like you've lost it. I've, I kind Hashtag of feel like maybe you've lost, lost it. it. Yeah. Right, okay. So I haven't lost it because right now, and you guys won't be able to hear it because I'm going to add it in post, I'm going to add the new news jingle. You're listening to the Guitar Nerds Podcast. This is the news. Don't add a jingle. Well, I've just done it. I've literally done it just He's before you said that. He's already done it. It's yeah. already happened. It's already happened. I pre-recorded it because I figured, you know, my voice is going to be used up hosting. So I wanted to have all my best bits saved down for uh, for jingle purposes. You Sorry, you want to have your best bits yeah. saved for jingle purposes. Yes. Right. Okay, cool. <laughs> just so long as we're clear on what you said there. So who's going to start the news? Jay Cross. There is uh, There are some new releases from Music Man. Yeah. So, um, uh, Ernie Ball, Music Man, have released a new Stingrays, the Stingray Special Bass, which, like, at, at face value, you're like, okay, cool, well, I think these are just cheaper basses. But looking into it a bit more, there's quite a lot going on here. So, um, there's uh, a new neck joint, a five-bolt sculpted neck joint. I don't know what they have uh, previously. Well, I mean, it just means they, they've added, like, a contour A bit of a contour, heel. yeah, exactly. I mean, for, for, all those, for all those bass solos up the high end. Yeah, well, I mean, that's what you're into, isn't it? It's not, you know, that's obviously I've never made it past the seventh fret on my P bass. Um, but, you know, there's that. And they've they've changed the body contour slightly, which seems quite weird. That seems like quite a, uh, a, a step away from um, what you would expect 
with Music Man. Yeah, they've slimmed down the the body to make it more lightweight because the yeah. Stingrays were so notoriously heavy. And I do feel like the Stingray hasn't benefited from the same thing that maybe the Precision and the Jazz Bass have, which is that whilst the Stingray is relatively timeless, I think people accept the the. Jazz bass and P bass are supposed to be sort of vintage sounding retro instruments. Yeah. So people go, oh, they're heavy. Oh, they're clunky to yeah, play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine because it's a retro sounding instrument. The Stingray is quite modern sounding. So when other modern instruments, you know, from companies like Ibanez, you know, occur yeah. around it and they're making theirs lightweight and, you know, slim profiles and easy to play and Music Man is still basically doing the same sound but weighs yeah. a ton. Yeah. Now, I think this is a smart upgrade for, for Ernie Ball. And, and of course, they've also followed suit with the um uh, with the roasted maple board which we're seeing across the board from exactly the- yeah uh, from uh, well across the board on all all the music man stuff and actually i think that that was something that was very evident at, at summer nam oh you nearly did it you i nearly ne- well, said actually, nam. I, I nearly just said nam and then i was like no i better say summer now oh, I, I stumbled over whether i was going to say summer nam but i thought no i will um uh, you made me lose my train of thought now. Um, there was you were going to talk. There were um, at Snam. There was absolutely yes. loads of um, of uh, like sort of new boutique builders that were all using uh, ro- roasted yeah. maple. Necks. Yeah, those those ovens they do, are getting they, used. They do. Yeah, they do really, really sound. Uh, really feel fantastic. Um, but yeah, uh, uh, along with uh, you know shaving the body to make it a little bit thinner and try and keep uh, keep some of the weight down. Uh, they've also uh, got some new neo pickups which i'm sure will make all the difference in keeping that uh keeping that weight down well i think they've changed the hardware as well because the hardware was always nickel which uh which weighs a metric ton as well on on the stingray so yeah. there's everything that contributes yeah. towards making those stingrays heavyweight they've they've switched up i think it's still hardware now and uh and yeah the neodymium pickups the contours they've tried it, yeah, evidently to make this this instrument really lightweight yeah, totally and and they they reckon that they're all going to be under eight pounds so i mean that really is like pretty pretty light yeah that's so that's light. uh yeah see what see what happens uh, 18 volt preamp which i mean that uh, two nine volt batteries in a base i, I mean just, that it, that's it, occurred on the sires on the marcus miller sires for some time now in fact i think they're all 18 volt but like yeah but i mean there's a difference between like the sires and um you know a, a music man stingray yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like it, that just—it seems like it's asking for trouble. I—I I, I mean, who knows? We'll see. But yeah. like, we always experienced in the shop whenever anybody was buying an active guitar, people were always bringing them. And this—you know—this is this isn't an entry-level instrument by any le- by any stretch of the imagination. But it is something that you know people will forget to unplug. I guess it's part and parcel of you of you playing a playing an instrument like this. You've just got to learn to deal with it. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Uh, bring you back a step to the uh, to the baked maple aspect of this instrument and actually the industry in in general it seems to be we're going through a bit of a, a bake-off in uh, in in the guitar world <laughs> but, but if you think about it it's true like mary you you got a music man cutlass recently or you had one for for a brief period yeah just uh, which, uh lent to me yeah which i think we, we had as well for a short while which actually i think just sat in my house mostly but I, I did do some things with it. But uh, but that was like a that was like a, a baked maple uh, instrument. And Music Man have really obviously moved towards that. But we saw I, like um, go on. <laughs> I, I I thought it was honestly like one of the nicest necks I've actually ever played by Music Man. And I yeah. know they're famous for their necks, but that was particularly nice. Um, I, I, it's made yeah, a massive I want difference. One. I want one. Yeah. 
it's, it's made a huge difference. And I think the James Valentines, like, especially were, were super cool. And obviously Matt loved his. And, and the fact that they baked the neck on the sterling as well made made us consider it, like, so much more. But um, but Charvel, like, this this year at, at, at Summernam. Mary, I don't know if you've seen these. Have you seen the um, the, the DK24s? Ter- terrible name for a guitar. But have you seen no. these? Okay, so Charvel have, uh, have uh, released an instrument that we touched on last week. I can't remember. I was really drunk last week so i can't remember exactly what we did but these new um the new dk24s are kind of charvel um making something that's supposed to be an ibanez az killer or az you know i think is is what they want us to pronounce it as but you know it's uh, it's them following suit along with music man along with these ibanez az's um of of baked necks and it's like a player's guitar is kind of the 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 gist uh, of it it's supposed to be it's a modern instrument that's not so modern it's going to put off the traditionalists it's not so traditional it's going to put off the modern players it has loads of modern mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for mother's day than whole foods market they're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts start by saving 33 with prime on all body care and candles then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just 9.99 each with prime round out mom's menu with festive rosé irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Sensibilities like a decent bridge, like locking tuners, like the, the baked neck. It's a compound radius. So I think it's like 12 to 16 on the, on the DK24s. Mm-hmm. And it's a satin finish. And it comes in shell. Yeah pink so it, they really I was are just looking really at something. the shell pink yeah they yeah. are for for 900 quid well just over 900 yeah, quid well, that that's... is extraordinary straight out of the I Mexico factory one. yeah uh, who doesn't straight out of the Mexico factory and if you think that the AZs are coming at £1,800 for the standard one and you yeah. think that you know a music man is two and a half, three thousand pounds mm-hmm. oh, wow I mean £900 for this instrument Seymour Duncan pickups I can't remember exactly what they are um, how much are the but... Sterlings uh, the ones that I was just talking about, uh, or the, well, no, the no, sterling, like a sterling, sterling guitar, like a, but but yeah. you couldn't get baked. You can't get baked maple on a sterling on anything other than 
other than the James Valentine, and the James Valentine is 800. Right. So the James Valentine slightly undercuts it, but then we are then talking about an Indonesian instrument versus a Mexican instrument for the same money. I, and and I, I really think like the satin finishes on these Charvels are... I, I think this is gear of the year. I think this is the guitar of the year, the DK24 in Shell Peak. It's, it's a really, really cool guitar. It really is. I, um, I, I'm all about it. That one that you... Because you've got one for... Uh, yeah, I've got you, one. Well, you've actually. got the only one, actually. Because that yeah. was that was in the office, that, and I think it's doing a bit of a tour. Yeah, to do absolutely. The, uh, yeah, it's got like a, to do videos. It's with. got a little number like written on the back because I yeah. think it's a pre-production, isn't it? It so is. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't yeah. have a serial number on it. Yeah. As such. How does it feel? Oh, it's, it's amazing. It's yeah, absolutely yeah. astronomical, it, and I don't normally care about compound no, complete, radiuses. Completely, completely. I'm exactly the same. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I mean, I only, it, in all seriousness, I literally only picked it up because it was pink and yeah. it was in the office, and I was like, oh, I've got to give this a go, and it, it really is fantastic. I mean, I didn't fall for in the same way that you and, and Matty did Matt especially when we were at Summon Am he, he came like he texted me whilst we weren't together and he was like oh my god why didn't you tell me about the Charvel gear of the year like, and I was like what are you talking about man but yeah he's all about it and so is everyone else apparently so I'm very excited for them to, for them to come out do you know what it's just the subtle touches on an instrument that's at this price point the, um, the, one of the little things that I think will go unnoticed because it's got so many great features about it the jack input yeah, being on the back. It's on the back. Yeah. It's a strat jack input on the back, but it's upside down. Because cool. if you think about it, of course, all of us lob our, our cables over the top of our strap so that we don't pull it out. Yeah. This actually has the – it pre-angled that way. And I know other instruments have done this in the past. Like famously, the uh, all the toast and a bussy stuff always came with, with, with that angle on the, um, on, the, on the jack input. And I think it's something probably more common in like high-performance-style instruments, like metal-style instruments. But I just thought, man, 900 pounds – shell pink satin shell pink yeah it's quality yeah it's really quality yeah it's it's a cool instrument um other things that have occurred in the news mary moore have announced some new stuff and they're not pedals yes a 12 inch guitar cab with vintage speaker and yeah with a with a vintage 30 right it's a single 12 yeah, Celestian V30 speaker. Um, it's insane. I think it's interesting that they're going this way. And then they've got a tube engine as well. It's a tube power amp, 20 watts. It's which essentially, yeah, which essentially is, is there to kind of run with the cab. And the weird mm-hmm. thing about, about this is because, of course, Moore have just put out, what, like 20 preamp pedals? So this is now offering like a, a power amp head and cab to, to go with that. But... But what, what I think is most interesting about this, and which kind of brings me on to something that that's interesting to talk about, is this is this is a solution set up for people who play Helix. Well, you say that. I think actually what it is is it's a, it's a solution for people who bought the baby bomb. Um, <laughs> you know, because they released that, what, like that 100 quid pedal. Which was their version of the famous electroharmonics. Calibre 22 or the Magnum 44. But yeah, yeah th- this, so they, they've got this... Um, I mean, the cab looks great, actually. I mean, as, as we were saying, it's, it's the same speaker that Orange have been using in their cabs for, for, mm-hmm. uh, for as, as long as you know, I can remember. Um, and there, there really aren't... There doesn't seem to be that many people making smallish um, power ramps. No. So it, it does. It does seem like the sort of thing that would be uh, a, a good thing for um, for. Uh, Helix yeah. and well, there's, uh, there's, there's no users. one there's no one making that sort of thing like the well only I'm thing sure you I can, can still get a Marshall oh. 100-100 you know if you, 
<laughs> if you wanted to do that, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah. I'm sure they suggest. I mean, the, uh, the the only one I can think of is Seymour Duncan and making the power stage. They do a yeah. they do a rack mount version, which I think is something mental, like 800 watts. And they do uh, I think it's a it's called a 170 or a 160, perhaps, which is that the equivalent amount of watts of that in in a pedal format, which I thought was uh, which was super cool. But this is this is Moore moving into amplifiers. Well, totally. Well, not just amplifiers. I mean, you know, this this actually seems really well thought through this is because it's only a 20 watt power amp so you know as much as i joke about and you know you you talking about the seymour duncan there most power amps are super super um powerful you know marshall 100 100 it's it's bonkers it's way too powerful for most people in this day and age and this is a 20 watt power amp um you know, I think that I'm actually really surprised that they haven't made more of a thing of this being uh, compatible with their preamps because obviously it's perfect for if you buy any of those preamp um, pedals, you've got that, then you've got this power amp, and then you've got that cab. You know, I mean, you've got a great setup there for not a huge amount of money. I yeah. think this is a very every, and I think this this is the thing is every time Moore bring out a new product, every time they've done that within the last. 18 months maybe two years even we've said wow isn't this an interesting direction for Moore to be taking and I think maybe we're doing them a disservice by constantly saying that you know think about these think about those preamp pedals think about the red truck before that you know they announced they're sort of they're doing a, a sort of helix type uh, thing as well the aren't they GE200 and then there was um, all those pedals that they released which actually weren't copies of other pedals you know and they're, they're now bringing out new versions of those because there's also a new uh, mod factory and they've got the, you know the, I think we're doing them a disservice by saying oh isn't this an interesting direction for Moore to be taking I think they're just a, in a pretty innovative company yeah yeah, they do they, they are proving themselves to be uh, a super awesome super innovative company now Mary and Jay you both play gigs uh, okay so you, you know <laughs> you, you must be aware of those times at gigs when you get drinks thrown at you uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> nobody ever comes to see my band, so that's not... <laughs> I'm just thinking of my covers times when uh, when people with beers would, would try and just, like, they'd just try and share the love with their big pints, yeah. just throwing it all over your gear. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's always the way. My, my actually, my, my least favourite... Sorry, I was just talking about Joe, but anyway. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I actually once... Uh, do you, you know the band Maybe She Will? You guys know the band Maybe She Will? No. Nope. Okay. So Robert Smith from The Cure, who I went to see last weekend. I should have mentioned that earlier, but they were very good. Anyway, Robert Smith is... Uh, There's a question is, about uh, it. Is, uh, oh, yeah, there is. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's fine. Um, Robert Smith is uh, curating some shows um, in, in London at the moment, and uh, he's got this band Maybe She Will to play, who are a, a post-rock band, who have actually been split up for years, and they're reforming to play this show for Robert Smith, which is great. Unfortunately, the last time I went to see Maybe She Will, um, I was playing with them, and I walked across the stage as they were setting up up and knocked the main guitarist's beer no. into his and it was one of those stag tray Oh, a UPC yeah quality. so of course UPC uh, for listeners I'm, I'm, you know if you're proper guitar nerds you, you do not own one of these uh, we're talking about you, the UPC 535 absolutely classic piece of guitar nerds kit it's we've all owned one of those yeah we have we have essentially it's a tray so when the beer got knocked over into it the beer literally filled his pedal board and I bet you'd gone over to try and be all oh cool God, and I be was. Like, you'd I gone was. over to try and be all cool and be like yeah you're right mate yeah I know about pedals oh yeah what pedals you got yeah, there 
was literally schedule. what I was going to do. <laughs> yeah, of course it was. <laughs> yeah, I played a band. Yeah, do you want to take my band on tour? Oh, I nearly swore there. Oh, no, I've spilled beer on your pedals. <laughs> that is pretty much what happened. But if that fella had been using a Nexi pedal board, that certainly would not have been the case. Now, Nexi, I think, are possibly, as I say, listeners, I'm normally drunk on this podcast, so I, I can't remember if we've spoken about Nexi before, but Nexi pedal boards might be my new favourite thing. Now, they're not new. What they did announce at Summer Nam, however, was their introduction of um, of acoustic pedals. Now, the, the great thing about Nexi pedal boards are um, that they are completely rubberized and waterproof, um, but also that they're uh, that the connections to them are via like um I don't know what the connection is. It's like an eight pin thing on the very back of the pedal. So you literally lock it into place on the board. You don't have any patch cables to either side. Uh, it just it just locks in, clicks on, clicks off. They do bass pedals, guitar pedals, and now acoustic pedals. And they do uh, three sizes of boards. They do a four and eight. And I, I, I think, I don't know what the other one is like a 12 i guess who knows but um they they do a, a few sizes the board itself has built into it a um like a rack mount size tuner so a tuner that goes a whole way across the top of the board very very b- visible a boost which i think is like oh man i think it's like a 12 decibel boost built in this is on separate rubberized switches that are included on the front of the board ahead of where you put the the pedals and uh there's something oh an amp switcher is the is the third thing that they have built in there so which is incredible just off the bat that's just the board then on top of the fact that you can pick from any of the effects in their series to to load effortlessly onto their board the pedals themselves actually come with little uh removable rubber stoppers um so you can plug jacks in if you just want to buy the pedal and use it on a conventional board and there's even for 12 pounds i think you know whatever 20 dollars you can buy a um you can buy an adaptable kit so that you could install a, a normal pedal like something from you know something like a soul food you could you could wire in yourself onto the pedal board but man i think that's i think that's fantastic what a brilliant sort of halfway house between uh between helix and pedal board pedal boards yeah and what happens if you want to use your um electro harmonics big mouth <laughs> some pedals will fit they, they no pedals will fit I, I tell look you, at, the, look at I the, tell you what, the shape of it they told me they told me that the new fender pedals fit there i i very much doubt that no? because they are quite big but well, I mean, I think they do. Do you know the funny thing is they've launched this new acoustic range, and it comes with this four-pedal board. But they've only released three pedals in the <laughs> in the acoustic pedal range. Well, you know, that's so you can put your fuzz in there or whatever. Yeah. Well, they they actually said they said that they're still working on the EQ. Um, but but right. oh, come on, I think this is a great alternative, and it's they're they're quite reasonably priced. Thoughts? Um, my thoughts are. Um, I saw something... I'm going to move on completely. I saw something similar to this at Summer Nam, which I, I meant to talk to you about last... I meant to talk about last week, but we never got around to. Um, and that's this company, Modal. Have you heard of Modal? No. So they make... Um, they're doing something very similar to what you're talking about with this pedal board, but they're actually doing it in a pedal format, right? right. So what they've made is they have made a um, a pedal that is just... It's, um, it's basically... Uh, a, a blank chassis where you get a switch and a volume control and an LED to tell you whether it's on. And then there is space for three, um, like, uh, modules, kind of like... You remember the uh, the Momark 
uh, mark base amp where you could oh, yeah. get you could get um, you could put whatever you wanted in it that you could get like uh, three band EQ you so could you, get you a choose, volume you chose you an get, input a control section and an output basically the, these guys are doing that in pedal form and they've got a bunch of different uh, modules that you can use uh, so there's like a couple of different tones a boost a two band EQ distortion drive uh, a fuzz circuit um, and you can basically make your own pedal from this uh, selection of inputs and I, I thought it seemed like a really interesting concept I was speaking with the, the geezers and they're like they, they were quite young they were saying that they, they hadn't finished college yet and this was basically their um, like this was their project that they were working on through through school I guess um, but yeah it's, it's really interesting and I I can, and the reason that I bring this up in comparison, in in relation to what you were talking about, is I can see the benefits of it, um, but I I just feel like it's you unless you are, unless you go all in with a concept like this, you're just sort of leaving yourself a little bit, you know, without a paddle, as it were. Well, yeah. If anything goes wrong, not that anything, you know, it just seems a little bit like you're really batting yourself into a corner i don't know man do you remember we we spoke about yamaha and korg both releasing these sort of modular sort of pedal boards back in the 80s yeah yeah i suppose i, I love this I, I they love... weren't very successful then no, well, that, that is true this is a, a reissue <laughs> of an unsuccessful idea what about you mary is this like for someone who only uses a few pedals is something like nexi something that would appeal to you or do you still think the versatility versatility of of a proper board is preferable Oh, okay. So I have this weird story to tell because like, I don't know how you're going to react to it, but before I was really into electric guitars and pedals, which, you know, I'm accumulating a a rapid collection now, um, I had the idea of creating something like this. And I had an ex who was an engineer and we were like looking at it and like trying to like research how to do it. And we got really excited about it and then found, I think Nexi were doing it then. I think we just Googled it and we were like, oh, someone's already done it. But I think it's pretty cool, but I think it's it's an investment. Like you'd have to really love to do it because they're still yeah. like they're like ninety dollars each pedal, right? So I don't know. Like you could get soul food for I don't know seventy quid, and you know, and then you could just have your traditional pedals. And it's it's hard. I think you'd have to really commit to it. Yeah. For it to be worthwhile, the splash proof thing is very very impressive. Um, but you have to be playing those gigs where people really are on top of your board for that to be something that you're really, really worried about, which I just used to play acoustic guitar and just not have any pedals on the floor and just, you know, deal with that. So I don't know. I'm I'm becoming more of a traditionalist when I used to be a modernist. Yeah. And I, I, I get it now. So this is interesting. I think it's cool for some people, but... I, I I agree that I think it's 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 a funny it's it's an awkward area because the the product I'll talk about next is um it actually sort of competes with it but but almost offers something that maybe makes more sense to to modern sensibilities and that's mod duo which I think we've again I think we've spoken about mod duo before but um having spent some time with it I I, I really thoroughly recommend everyone um checking out uh, mod duo um as a, a you know, as a, as a company to get on board with, um, Mod Duo uh, may it's it's a single it's a single pedal with um, 
with three rotary controls uh, aside and two foot switches so six rotary controls in total and um and 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 two foot foot switches and it's a completely browser based effects pedal so you have to plug it in to your laptop not to use but to build the effect but you can mm. assign this to absolutely anything so what's what's quite cool about the mod Duo is is they actually have they have a load of built-in stuff, but also they have their own plugin gallery on their website, and there are loads of free effects that you can download onto the onto the pedal uh, itself. Others that you can purchase. So this is kind of similar to Nexi, only it's all done with software. And what's cool about this is I'm not just talking about you don't just download a DS1 and uh, make the the um, the Mod Duo a DS1. You could download four ds1s going into a tube screener going into a delay pedal set on reverse but at the same time have your clean signal run in parallel through to the end and you could assign the three rotary controls on one side to deal with a delay swell and the second foot switch to deal with adding in and out a shimmer reverb it so you're, you're doing pat- you're, you're you're not loading up pedals you're loading up patches basically exactly. yeah so you build a complete patch now yeah that means that the only things you can control on that one patch will be whatever you assign to the two foot switches and yeah. the six rotary so you can't control everything that you build on there like you would a helix so you can't control multiple parameters with one uh control well you can because you can flick through those parameters by pressing in the right rotary. okay but let's let's be realistic about you're not how, doing that live you're not you? doing that live so yeah. how, how many is it worthwhile adding yeah to, onto those rotaries you know very, very few and then the second foot switch realistically most people are just gonna it's it's gonna add in a boost it's gonna add in uh, some extra weird reverb you're gonna assign it a to a tap tempo oh that's the other thing you can assign loads of midi functions to this as well and 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 uh, to anything on there and because it's uh, it's user based um uh, patches people are making new stuff for this all the time there's also uh, there's also an area where you can download other people's boards um, right okay and, what and like trying them out like Famous people. No, 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 no. Just like other people have, hey, this is my weird ambient. Uh, This is. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. I know who you mean. Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's exactly what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Surely Um, it's open to us, you know, modding a few things. Yeah, yeah. We we could upload our own. Famous people. We should should definitely (laughs) upload. We should make some really naff ones and upload them as Mary Spender. Totally. Oh, don't. Please. I'm sure Um, that's already happened. I think that um, this sort of thing this sort of thing i'm kind of conflicted about because i think that this is far more uh is a, is a bit more usable than like the nexi stuff in terms of like a practical but like open to mass exception um mass acceptance i guess I, it kind of confuses me a little bit because you know uh, two years ago if someone had said right you know what's going to be the next big thing is Line six are bringing back modeling, and everyone's going to think it's cool. And I've been like, "What is wrong with you?" Like, of course not. But the, the Helix was so good and so usable um, that this sort of modeling and this sort of uh, like user editing and the Kemper has made um, you know sharing patches super super um, cool and interesting. And I think that there is a place for this now, which which is really weird. And I, I do think that it, it talks a little bit about the changing times of what what you know we're doing. And it isn't quite as um archaic and backwards facing as 
um I, I like to think it is <laughs> i guess you know but um no it's cool it's cool it's interesting mm, absolutely right we are kind of running up at time which is a shame because i made a really good new jingle for the questions section of the of the podcast but i think we're gonna have to save those for mm. next week now what are we doing are we doing those in the patreon uh we can do or those. did you have a patreon yeah we, in in the patreon we were going to talk about um portability and versatility and what the minimum amount is that you can uh gig with and sound good um but we can also take some questions which will give me the you know the excuse to play the um the, the I jingle d- okay i spent a lot of time on these jingles i can't I, wait I to did. hear them yeah they, they are good they jingle are. bells yeah. batman anyway Branton that smells. is <laughs> i meant to say Branton, but i said batman <laughs> that's true anyway that is uh, it for us on the regular podcast but we will be continuing over in the patreon episode of the guitar nerds podcast where from as little as one dollar a month you can support the guitar nerds podcast one dollar a month gets you the regular episode ad free and early five dollars a month gets you an extra half an hour every week plus access to bonus features and mini-series such as Branton's Ranton. Uh, $10 a month makes you one of our executive backers, uh, granting you access to everything. Grunting? Yes. Don't don't interrupt my patter. Uh, Everything already mentioned, plus uh, the prestigious honour of having your name read out in one breath by... Mary, do you want to? Do you want to? Re- <laughs> no, uh, if you send them to me, I, d- but... I don't think anyone can do this in one breath. So I am going to continue. No, to I think you myself. need to carry on. So many now, well, so yeah. popular. Well, it's I think it's uh, Mark tried to do it last week, and he, I think he, I think he did three breaths. I mean, it, it really doesn't matter, honestly. <laughs> Mark passed over all the analytics to me, and I found that the average listen is thirty-three minutes on our podcast. So this people this just aren't listening to this. No, exactly. No, so, no. Uh, so here we go. One breath. You ready? The, by the time it gets to Colin. Anderson's name. Colin Anderson's the only person left listening. I know. I, th- I think it's probably the case. Are you ready? Thanks, Colin. Scott Hamilton, Ivor John Mayorkas, Merritt Peters, Golden G, Richard III, Sean Arvo, Joshua Mitchell, Chris Portman, Jefferson, Ryan McDermott, Robert McCousins, Rob Gould, Nate Nagel, Tucker Ramadan, Henry Cooper, Henry James Baker, Christoph Rutter, Zayn Omar, Matt Roberts, Dave Lee, Derek Winsor, Martin Cliff, Matt Davis, Aaron Sherman, Blake Wyland, Jake Gray, Christopher Lawson, Mark Collier, Scott Kennedy, Robin Smith, Rob Nordwick, Rob Grant, Derek Rich, Chris Connors, Andy Joyce, Carlos Manchester, Steve Marker, Blair Thomas, Mark Cross, Brad Bray, Katie Short, Andy McKenzie, Laurie Anstead, Paul Kerrigan, Will Cross, Scott O'Brien, Will Thompson, Will Grammer, Colin Anderson! That was a feat. <laughs> That's going to kill me one day. Wow. Um, well, there yeah. you have it. <laughs> Uh, I, you need to you need to like whew, give off the impression that it's more difficult than it is because I know, I know. because like by doing that big thing at the end there people think oh then this can be like another hundred names before he's going to struggle it probably probably will be but you can rest assured listeners as I fall more and more into the pit that is alcoholism it will get harder and harder for me so there you have it you can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at, at Guitar Nerds or on YouTube uh, by searching Guitar Nerds videos you can even visit our website guitarnerds.net where all our various channels are displayed in all of their glory, and you can even purchase Guitarnerds merchandise and become a true member of the club. Mary Spender, where can people find you? Just Google. My yeah, name. I mean, just Google. I don't know why I still sort of say that. It's like, yeah, you just everyone knows how to use the internet. Google Mary, Mary Spender. Anyway. Spencer. 
<laughs> Maurice Spender. Mar- Maurice Spencer. Spender. <laughs> Go and buy a nice waistcoat. Anyway, that Sparks is uh, that is all from us. Thank you very much for listening to the end. Uh, we will see you next week. Adios. Cheers, gang. Bye. The secret to visibly firmer, summer-ready skin is here. Osea's number one best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil. Clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity and transform dull, dry skin to silky, soft, and unbelievably glowing. Rich yet never greasy, Andaria Algae Body Oil is formulated with sustainably sourced seaweed to help replenish the skin's moisture barrier and seven nourishing active botanical oils for results you can see and feel all over. The best part? It's signature scent. A blend of freshly squeezed grapefruit, cypress, and mango mandarin transports you to sun-kissed summer days. This all-natural scent is unforgettable. Everything Osea makes is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Get healthy, glowing skin for summer with clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu dot com code GLOW.